Kane and Bucks. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. And we are absolutely loaded for your Monday morning. There's a lot of talk about footy just around the corner. Can't wait to get stuck into that. We'd love your thoughts. one 736 736 On the McCafe menu today, the Hawthorne coach Sam Mitchell is going to join us. They went down on the weekend, but there were some positive signs. Sam Edmund with all the latest news. Adam Collins, one of the best cricket commentators in the world, is going to join us from SEN Cricket. The Aussies too good for New Zealand. Questions without notice. The buck stops here. And as I said, your calls if you'd like to join in the conversation with us. The Brownlow medalist, the Australian Football Hall of Famer, the seven-time All-Australian is alongside of me, Nathan Buckley. Bucks, good morning. Yeah, Kana. How are you, mate? I'm fired up. Uh, ready oh, yeah. to go. Footy's happening That's Thursday, Bucks. There's lots normal? to discuss from the week. <laughs> hey, we had a quiz question on Friday. Kingy and I have got this amazing quiz. It's not amazing because it's good. It's amazing because it's bad. And one of, uh, well, the situation is we get two contestants on the line. We give them a topic and they go one for one. Yep. So, yeah, for example, types of pasta. And you would go penne really and I would funny. go spaghetti. And you just go bang for bang. Yeah. We had uh, the decider on Friday was AFL players with seven or more All Australian jumpers. Mm-hmm. How many? How many do you think you could name? Because you're you're one of them, right? So there are how many are there? One, two, a, a dozen. Yeah, a bit less. A bit less. Probably nine. I'd say uh, Robert Harvey. Yes, Danger he's got eight. Dangerfield. Got eight, yep. Franklin? Yes. He's got eight. Um, you would have won the quiz Nick by now, by the way. Not Nick Revolt. Okay. So does that, would, that, would that have counted me out? You would have been done. Oh, yeah, but so you would, I would have, have won. I would have myself, because yeah, <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> um, I'm addicted yeah, to I don't watching my own highlights. Purdy and Vossi sort of had in, injury interrupted years. I'm not sure if they got there. No. That, McLeod? So th- not McLeod. The answer okay. that this um, person gave was was Matthew Pavlich, and I thought, I was like, oh yeah, I thought he would have had that, but no, Pav had six. So right, okay. Gary Ablett Jr. Yes. Eight. Dangerfield. You mentioned. You mentioned Franklin. You mentioned Harvey. Mark Rusciuto with eight. Yes. And then we've got Craig Bradley, Nathan Buckley, Wayne Carey, of course, and Paul Ruse. Ruse had seven. There you go. So the, the record of Dangerfield, I, I bring this up from time to time, is extraordinary. But he's still playing and he's got eight. Now, I'm not sure he'll be... Well, he might get another All-Australian. He could mm. be dependent on his body, but uh, frightening how good uh, his resume is, particularly now that he's won that premiership. Buddy, but Buddy's, that? Buddy's uh, record is uh, amazing. Hey, mate, I want to know how your training's going. So there was oh. the press conference for the for this boxing <laughs> match came up. I think it was, must have been Friday I was watching the TV. I'm not sure. Yeah. Was it Friday? Uh, what day was it? Yes. Oh, it was last week. No, it was so, Thursday. It was so, Thursday. What, what, so take me through your regime. How many weeks? You, so is it, what, another five weeks to go? Month. A- a month, a month ago. yesterday. Okay, so and what, what's your training regime at the moment? Well, I don't want to give too much away, Bucks, because I've got a competitor. <laughs> I, I, I can picture you you're putting the garbage bags on, just trying to sweat off, just <laughs> losing a little bit of weight, uh, sort of running along the streets of Yeah, yeah I, look, look, it's been one of the great challenges that I've ever um, put myself through. I've, I've always respected boxers, and that's, that's obvious, because I just think you know, anyone who puts themselves in the ring 
up against someone has not only a lot of athleticism, endurance, speed, but they got a fair amount of courage to, to jump in the ring against another no, pro. Yeah, and, but and I want to hear about you. How do you yeah, go on the so, speed ball? Not, not, not great. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm a marathon runner, Bucks. I'm not a boxer. I oh, know. So, so how first, are you making this first change? First time I put boxing gloves on, basically, was five weeks ago. Wow. Um, but it's been really, it's been really good. I've uh, been going to a local gym, Adelaide Fight Club. Ollie Savage is is the trainer that's been looking after me. I've met some really good people and have trained pretty hard like it is it's as hard a training as you can do just because for, for whatever reason I, I can run forever but get in the ring and, and throw 100 punches and you're absolutely cooked yeah. or box for 30 seconds and you, you cook so um, but it was an experience yeah, so we had to do all these promo shoots and I'm in the ring shadow boxing and there's smoke coming up from behind me I'm like you idiot what, <laughs> you what, loved it. what are you doing so yeah um, Stan actually, for, for some reason Stan, Stan are going to put this on and stream stream the fight so it's the Wednesday before gather round there's 10 fights well, everyone wants to see you, you get knocked yeah. to the canvas that's, that, well, that's probably it. what they want to watch I've, I've been walking down the street recently and, and people go how's the training going and I was like yeah not too bad and they said there's a lot of interest in this fight and I'm like yep because that's another way of saying I hope you get, get knocked down exactly <laughs> what, have you done any he- head sparring yeah I've, um, I've been sparring a little bit with um Andrew McLeod, okay. and he's he's probably oh he's more advanced than what I am, yeah, um, but not by a whole lot because he hasn't yeah, been okay. doing it for that long. So it's been a good matchup because he's just that level above me, but not too far above me where he absolutely sends me into next week, and that's confronting as well. Like yeah. I've obviously got the full head gear on the mouth guard, um, but just the whole thing like to get your boxing license, you've had to get a medical done, so you've ha- I've had to go and get. MRIs on your brain and a lot of people would be yeah. surprised that there's a brain in there um, you know, <laughs> all, all sorts of blood tests, it's just been a big process um, I don't think I've enjoyed it um, but it's been We've a, still got more to come and the training just, a challenge. just ramps up even further has, to, has to ramp up now yeah. Yeah, my schedule gets pretty pretty crazy well, now well, as Anthony, of this week Anthony Rocker's on that, He's on that card and he, he, looks he good. can box Right, like yeah. he, he and well, I wouldn't. I, I'm not the one to say you can box or not. But looking at the guys that I played with, and we did a bit of boxing along the way, a lot of body sparring more than head sparring. But um, Paul the Curia, Anthony Rocker were the two that could really go. And the other one was Alan Didac, very fast, very quick, yeah. um, and and cheeky. But he would he would uh, do some damage as well. well. Kane but Daisy fighting. wasn't one of them. <laughs> no, well, he's, well, what about Swanee? Because he's fighting well, Swanee can handle himself. He's just tough. Okay, so, um, yeah, and Mitch Robinson's fighting Kane Pettifer, and Kane Pettifer's had three professional fights. Like, he's a, he's a genuine boxer, so I'm not sure how Mitch goes, but, you know, he's pretty mad, Mitch Robinson, if, if the way he played footy is any guide to that. So oh, yeah. it'll be interesting. But then there's, the, then there's the real professionals. Like, then there's five actual proper oh, fights. Right. So that that's that'll be the draw card. When is it? What, what so night is the it? Wednesday, the Wednesday night to kick off gather round. Um, so I reckon I'll come down. We'll come see. down and have a look. Yeah, well, you can. You, we can be my cut man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, your cut man. I'll carry the Australian flag out for you. 
<laughs> How are you? What's been happening? You've been, you've been watching some footy. You feel yeah. like you're back into it now. You've been uh, working for Fox a couple of games on the weekend, was it? You did the Sydney game. Did you do another one or just the one? Yeah, well, it's good if the, if the AFL could organise the lights up there at Blacktown. <laughs> that might be a pull your socks up later on. I think it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it is ramping up, isn't it? It's, there's so much anticipation around this year. It's, we've only just tipped into, into March and, you know, we're... We're days away from from round one, but I, I think um, a few things to go to in buck stops that I that I want to hit around you know how competitive this season looks to mm. potentially the reality when you look at uh, the list that we've got in shape. And I want to have a bit of a crack at you about the Adelaide Leadership Group. You you, you dodged me uh, last week. I did dodge you last yeah, week, and I, yeah. but I'm I'm not going to let you get away. Well, with it. There was that many in the leadership group, but you might be in there. You might be in Adelaide leadership group. <laughs> Still not Anyone? happy. Still not happy. And obviously, there's obviously the the, 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 the action yesterday, the uh, the Jimmy Webster one. That's uh, that's everyone's going to want to be talking about that. So we'll have a couple of cracks at that as well. Yeah, saw your tweets uh, last night. We'll, we'll definitely do that. So Jimmy Webster's hit on Jai Simpkin. Uh, David King's calling for ten. There's been other mm. uh, outlandish suggestions of of suspensions. Uh, we'll have our say on that, and if you want to do so as well, you can uh, whenever you like. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. The Aussies got it done in the cricket, which was good. I didn't. Um, I watched a fair bit of it. It was a pretty entertaining sort of test match. And the other one, Bucks, was the NRL in Vegas. So I was in football mode and was watching the North game yesterday and didn't consume a whole lot of the, the NRL in Vegas, but from what I saw, it looked successful. Did you no. have any interest in I, the NRL I in did. Vegas? I forgot it was on. I yeah. did say I forgot it was on. Yeah. I, like, I was watching the footy yesterday and that was that was uh, consuming me, but so what did you what did you say? When you well, say it looked well, successful, did well, they have not the... a whole Well, not a whole lot other than the... Um, you know, you got the shots of the crowd. I saw Pete Volandis was interviewed during the coverage, and uh, he was you know spruiking it as he, as he would. That's it. Uh, I saw some on social media, like anything on social media, some saying it was a disaster, and then others going, "No, you don't know what you're talking about. It was a success." And wait for the next five years. I saw someone trying to think who it was suggest that it will be as big as the UFC um, in Vegas. So that, I mean, there was all different. Um, opinions on the spectre of, of what it was, but that's why I wanted to ask the audience. Like, it, there'll be a lot of NRL fans out there that listen to this program. I am not one of those. I, I don't really rate the sport. It doesn't capture me. I appreciate the physicality and the athleticism of it, but as a general sport, I don't rate it as a sport. I think it's quite boring. But if you watched it, was it successful? Um, and let us know. I mean, the crowd looked good. I think it was 20,000 plus. It looked a touch more than that. Um, but it was an so interesting 40, experiment and one that says here 40,000 doesn't yeah it was yeah, always sure. going to be accentuated sure and I reckon you, you try and squeeze them into the broadcast arc I discovered that I think we played a game or there was a game played over in New Zealand an AFL game played over in New Zealand about 10 years ago might have been I reckon That's it was right. about 10 yeah, years ago the Saints it, played there yeah and in the end there was no one sitting under the, where the cameras were they are all in the broadcast <laughs> arc on that that uh, sort of 60 degree sort of angle out there where behind where the play was it's, uh, that's the way to do it. So the Sea Eagles beat the Rabbitohs and the Roosters beat the Broncos. If you watched it, let us know. 0433981116. And if there was anything else that um, you saw over the weekend, um, let us know um, and you can join in the conversation there. The one player that really impressed me 
And every time I see him, and Gary was Gary was talking about this during the broadcast, is Jamara Hagen. Like every time I watch, I think Gary said, every time I watch this guy play, he improves. That's that's the feeling I get. So I think he only kicked when I say only thirty five goals last year. Maybe it was thirty four or thirty five. I just wonder whether he can really go to another level and and kick 60 65 and what that will mean for the western bulldogs but if there was one player on the weekend that you saw they go jeez this guy's improved um and there's a couple from port adelaide obviously i watch port adelaide pretty closely so you've got a, a really good lens on that that young jackson mead from port adelaide jeez you've improved and he, was nearly, he was nearly yeah. out too he was he was nearly, nearly out, out. I, mean, I think there's a slight there's a there's definitely sliding doors moments in careers in seasons um, we can read a lot into. I can, we can read a lot into the score too much into scoreboards in practice matches. I think they're mm. so circumstantial, but the individuals and the energy of of um, certain teams, I think, which I'll get to um, out of seven. But yeah, I, I thought um, I think Isaac Rankin was and the way he was used is it was a real. Um, was a real talking point. Uh, the fact that he's probably going to spend a little bit more time up in the middle at um, coming through clearances at, at uh, certain stages, mm. getting the ball in his hands more often, and being uh, getting him up the field and, and a chance to run around 18 touches and four goals. Um, as I said, just a pracky match and probably against a team that's going to really struggle. But it was it was good signs there as well. Chris has given us his thoughts on the NRL. I love the the NRL doubleheader yesterday. Great event by them. I'm an AFL man, but like NRL too, says Chris in Melbourne. Um, Pekofsky felled by a bounce and retires mm. hurt yesterday. This was this was oh, sickening to see this. If he was playing AFL now, he would have been medically retired by now. Are the Vicks that desperate to get him into the test side at the expense of his health, says Greg. Uh, well, we don't have yeah, we don't have the information in in terms of what is happening in there, but it's hard it's hard to see this repeatedly happen. It but, is. It's yeah. Will come and come and spoke to uh, the playing group at Collingwood. It would have been would have been in 2018, and he was a you know the next big thing, the next yeah. big thing. Uh, I, I think like the comment of yeah, the Vic so desperate to get him into the test team. Will is a is his own man. He makes his choices about what he wants to do in sport. So, but to he, counter that, Brayshaw, that decision was taken out of his hands. No, I understand that, but yeah, well, potentially you could say that. But in the end, to to keep rolling out, Will's making that decision, mm. and Paddy McCartan kept making that decision until he didn't. Um, and we get we, we're getting better at, um, I suppose. The brain scans, in particular, we can find out more specific information. You can see changes or 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 times lack of recovery. So, I think that there's more. The information is getting better and better, and that's probably you know it's definitely why that we're seeing um, the mm. penalties increase because we understand the damage that can be done. We still don't know exactly whether it's whether they're one-offs or repeated, and exactly how much of of needs to be attributed to repetitive concussions on impact going um, into later life. But yeah, Will Pukowski's situation very very sad to see, and you are you, you're going to have a cricket ball hurtling at you if you're a batsman. Yeah. So. It's, um, it's pretty hard to mitigate against. We're up and running for SEM Breakfast. You can book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au and we're powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. We're rambling our way through the morning. 
But for the great people at Cobram Estate, it is Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown, harvested and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. If you don't mind, uh, we'll hear from Will Pukowski on the other side of this and you can have your say on anything that took your interest in the world of sport next. Kane and Bucks. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop, chop, it says I'm gonna win. It is Kane and Bucks. Good morning to you. A lot of uh, temper texts coming through this morning uh, from a number of different sports. We've spoken the NRL, Will Pukowski, and of course the AFL from the weekend. Dino says, if this is a true reflection of the Hawks season, the Hawks will be 18th. It's going to be a long season. Nah, saw another team that was worse than Hawthorne on the weekend. Might get to that a little bit later on. Um, Vegas looks like a success for the NRL. Whilst we have no buzz at all at opening round, I guarantee if it was Carlton Richmond this week, it would be a different story, says Nathan. Do we crave Carlton Richmond this weekend to kick off the season, Bucks, or not? Oh, I can understand how people in Melbourne would be wishing that they could go and watch their team in Melbourne this weekend. But I don't mind opening round. I don't mind the idea of... Um, yeah, these are they're four pretty big games that are going to take place, and and I think um, yeah, you'd be more than happy to sit on your lounge in your lounge room and watch watch these games if you weren't able to get up there. Mm, all right, why isn't cricket drastically changing its <laughs> rules like the AFL? Is that because no one is suing them? Could we one day see the bouncer banned? Asked an unnamed texter this morning. Well, there has been changes too. The expectations around sort of short pitch bowling and, and how often you can and and obviously even wearing helmets, you know, Viv Richards chewing his chewy and uh, just just with a just with a cap on in the midst of uh, he sends a message. I'm not really that worried about you, doesn't it? But that's yeah, uh, yeah those days have, those days have changed and moved on a little bit. But I think every every sport would need to. On that, you were in the WWE. Do they have a concussion protocol? There'd be a fair bit of um, <laughs> fair bit of concussive effect going on there, even though it's for, well, for drama. They, yeah, exactly. They've they've had some nasty injuries. I don't follow it that closely. My my sons love it, but right. I mean they have some sickening neck injuries, and it's rare, but things can go really um, wrong in that sport because of the acrobatics and, and the tricks that they perform. So th- there is a, and I, I probably should have done the, the real research on this before I'm speaking about it, but I have seen there's there's almost like a neck brace that the um, NFL players are starting to wear. Right. It's like a support system that looks like a, a horseshoe and it wraps around your neck and that's supposed to help with the, with the head knock. So I, I hope... And this is where I think it will get to. I, I hope there's some technology that comes out, and that may be the start of it, and I'll, I'll chase up the name of, of it and how long it will be. I don't think before, won't be that long before AFL players start wearing it, but it's like a rubber sort of horseshoe that wraps around your neck, and it's supposed to help with the neck going back. Yeah. And then your brain hitting against oh, your okay. skull. So it's supposed to keep your head more stable. So I hope in time... Um, with technology advancements that we get something that legitimately helps prevent concussions in contact sports and and maybe that will be the saving grace for for the sport I, I get that I get that but like it's we're never going to get it to zero no and that's and that's so we'll always have the hard luck stories we'll have you know people that are potentially 
um, prone to greater uh, injury or effect from concussive effects or from a one-off a knock. Um, so we're never going to get it down to zero. The only way to get it to zero is not to have not to play contact sports, and that's that, and that becomes an individual choice, or society has to scrap. AFL, no mm. AFL, no rugby league, no SEN. So this, this is well. This is where I'm with. This is where I'm with you, Buck. So does it does it become Gaelic football? Football. So, I my words are always: How much can we cut until we cut so far that people don't want to watch? Because the thing that we love about AFL and NRL and other contact sports is that is is the contest, is the physicality. And when you keep cutting it, when you take out the tackle, the bump, I think the high mark will go. I'm, I'm adamant on that. Some yeah. others think that's alarmist, but I, I can't. I, well, I can't see how the AFL can take out rundown tackles from behind, but still allow a player to drive their knee into the head of an opponent running the wrong way, and that still be legal. It's Did you see Starsevich? Starsevich copped a. I think it was McDonald got him um, in the back of the head. He had the shaved head, so he could, there was actually you know a big mm. cut. As he was running off the field, you could see that he had a cut, and then that could have been a, a concussive. Well, it, he didn't get knocked out, but it was a concussive effect. We don't know how much, mm. but yeah, I, I get your point with that. But it's, so, uh, so, so it's a uh, what, slope. yeah, it, it very much is. So the, the device I was talking about uh, is known as a Q collar. It's intended to protect athletes' brains during head impact. Now, the Food and Drug Administration, this is in America, authorised the marketing of Q30 innovations, Q collars in 2021, saying that they may reduce the occurrence of specific changes in the brain that are associated with brain injury. So Tony Pollard is a running back from mm. the Cowboys. He's wearing it. Yeah, it's just like a, a collar that goes goes around your neck. We'll see if any AFL players wear that and whether that's approved in our sport perhaps later on this year. one 736 736 Got a big, big McCafe menu coming up. If you're just joining us, Sam Mitchell's the Hawthorne coach. Sammy Edmonds, one of the best news breakers in the business. He's going to join us. Adam Collins to wrap up uh, the test that the Aussies won comfortably in the end. And the buck stops here. It's time now for the news headline.